0: Welcome to another episode of the Religion Law Podcast, where you learn about religious freedom and other religion law-related topics through a short question-and-answer format. I'm your host, Michael Fielding. Let's see how you do on today's quiz. Welcome to Religion Law Quiz number 50, part 3, numero 50, 50, parte 3. Now, As you'll recall, Religion Law Quiz 50 is going to be a multi-part series about practical things that you, a layperson, can do to help protect and defend religious freedom. And I am releasing these podcasts from time to time. Uh, I will have in the show notes the prior two uh, parts that I did. Uh, part one was tie your actions to religion. Uh, part two talk uh, was that you should share how religion helps you. And today, part three, we will talk about, uh, uh, that we should talk about the good that religion does. And just to, you know, keep you interested in the topic, I've actually identified so far eight different things that I think a regular run of the mill person can do to help sustain and promote and defend religious freedom. And I'll be doing individual podcasts on them on each of those items, at least those eight. And if I think of more, uh, then there will be more podcasts, uh, at least on this topic. So uh, let's get to today's topic. What do I mean when I say that we can protect and defend religious freedom by talking about the good that religion does? Well, let me give a little bit of a prelude to that. Uh, prelude point number one, and I've talked about this in the prior uh, couple of podcasts, there are lag indicators and lead indicators. The law is a lag indicator reflective of the values of society. And uh, lead indicators are things that are happening now which tend to predict where we think things are going. And as I've indicated previously, there is definitely declining participation in religion in the United States or ways in which there's participation in religion. And as uh as the country becomes a bit more secular and and less participative, if that's a word, in religious practice, we would anticipate that there will be uh increasing pressure or or a uh lessening of the appreciation. For the good that religion does, and that in turn, over time, you would tend to f- believe or think that that will result in a lessening of the legal protections for the exercise of religion. Uh, and so the question is how do we uh, deal with that that cultural trend? And then this gets to point number two of this podcast, which is when we think about the news, the news very, very frequently, Talks about the negative things in life. It's you know, news companies that just want to focus on the good, while very well intended to do that, they they tend to not do very well uh, for some reason. We as humans just like digesting bad news. I don't I don't know exactly why that is, but it's it's definitely true. And so when it comes to matters of religion, what you tend to hear about or see is that when there is When some religious leader or some religious person or some religious group does something wrong, uh, you can almost always bet that will get reported and the the particular person's faith may be uh, reported as part of that. The flip side is when you have uh, religious groups doing really good, positive things that promote a lot of good very, very frequently, those items are not reported, or if they are reported, they tend to not have a whole lot of views, so to speak. Uh, And I I was looking for the statistic. I couldn't find it, but I had seen a statistic in the last few months that basically said, I think it was like two-thirds of all news stories talking about religion have a negative context or connotation to that. So uh, so how do we combat that? How do we deal with that? Well, the simple answer is just talk about the good that religion does. And I would add, in particular, people of faith, uh, Christians in particular, will say, well, what about Jesus and his Sermon on the Mountain? And he talks about how we, shouldn't, how we shouldn't let the left hand know what the right hand's doing. We shouldn't do our alms before people. And that's true. Uh, but I will say that I'm not aware of any... In, Uh, prohibition in the scripture that says you can't talk about the good that other people do. Uh, Clearly, at least the way I, when I read the Sermon on the Mount, the way I read and interpret that is the the Savior saying that uh, you shouldn't go out bragging about the alms that you're doing. Uh, You should do it quietly. Uh, But the reality of the matter is we frequently will hear about the good that other people do. And sometimes they, frankly, they, it has to be done in public. For example, there are a lot of groups that are charitable organizations. They, you know, feed the poor, they help the homeless, they try to do uh job training. Uh they do there's a whole host of different church groups that will go to different countries to do humanitarian projects. I could go on and on and on, but my point here is I think it is very good and very appropriate That when we see people that are exercising their faith, acting on their faith uh, and doing good, that we share those good news, that we uh, talk positively about it and let others know that people acting on their faith are are doing good. Now, uh, sometimes we tend to get a little bit siloed and, and maybe we want to just talk about the good that our particular faith does. And I would caution about that, and I would suggest that a better approach is to actively look at the good that other faiths do and talk about the good that they do, not just your own faith. Uh, because you can, there are many, many, many different charitable organizations, many different groups of people across many, many different faiths that are genuinely trying to help their fellow man and they do a good work and they, at the core, they do this because of their belief in God. And it's this, it's something that they know they realize internally is correct, that they need to reach out and help their fellow man. And I think that's really good that when we talk about the good that these other faith-based organizations are doing organizations that you may not pertain to, Uh, we are still talking about the good that they're doing. And that, frankly, helps get the word out so that the public generally can understand the good that religion does. Okay, that does it for today's uh, quiz. Uh, I hope you have found this helpful. As always, if you find these religion law podcasts uh, beneficial and helpful, I'd appreciate if you could leave a review. I'm just trying to uh, help people get the benefit of learning these practical things uh, as they uh, try to live their own faith. I will see you on the next Religion Law Quiz. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Remember, Religion Law Quizzes are for educational purposes only and are not intended to be relied upon as legal advice. If you have found this episode to be helpful, please share it and leave a review. Until we meet again, keep being an influence for good.